0: You're listening to the Mobcast Network.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please, a nice round of applause on the main stage. Hashtag Game Show! What's up, ShakaCon? <laughs> Hello, ShakaCon! Welcome to another episode of Hashtag, Hashtag, the Pop Culture Mobcast. We're broadcasting live from ShakaCon in wild and wonderful Charleston, West Virginia. Give it up for Charleston! Woo! <laughs> I am your host, your adorable telekinetic killing machine, Eleven. Aren't I cute? Yeah. 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 This is my first official cosplay. Look at me. All right. All right, so this week's co-host is America's favorite quick frozen breakfast treat. You know her. You know I love her. I Waffle. Hello, Shaka Khan! Hello, ShakaCon! Khan! Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Scotty. I'm Scotty White. This is Stephanie Ward, and we are your hosts for this wonderful show. So, now you've met us, let me explain how this is played. <clears throat> the game is pretty simple. We have two pop culture champions ready to battle for two lucky audience members. They will test their skills in movies, television, science fiction, and other pop culture. They will gather points and by the end of the game whoever has the most points is crowned Emperor of pop culture so you yeah, gonna need something right Emperor of pop culture until the next episode it's a short reign and so and they win a prize for an audience member worth at least one dollar because we don't math well so Stephanie, Who's playing today?
0: Well, our first champion is co-host of the podcast Memory Card Radio, right here on the Mockcast Network. You also can find him every Sunday hosting the Mountain State Update, Sundays at noon on WTSQ. Please welcome John Canty. John Canty! Welcome John. Thank you, Thunder. I love
1: you, Thunder. It's good to
0: be here. Our second champion is the founder of the Ghostbusters West Virginia Division and co-host of the Real Deal Podcast. Please welcome Kevin Pauley. Kevin! We
1: just saw him. Who's the real match
0: game? Scotty. Each of our champions have an envelope in front of them with the name of an audience member. Or in
1: their pockets.
0: (laughs) Or in their pockets. So open up those and let us know who you're playing for. John, tell us who you're playing for. Haley.
1: Haley Skiles. Haley! Where are you, Haley? Stand up. Come on up here. Come on stage.
0: Woo! Haley! Haley!
1: You playing
2: for? I am playing for Bria Hunter.
1: Bria Hunter! Come on,
2: Bria. Come on up on stage. Only one of you is Bria Hunter, so one of you has to come up. Yeah, we need a person. We need the re- with the real Bria Hunter, please stand up, please stand up, please stand hey, up. Stand.
1: Are, is Bria sending a substitute? Yes. Send, send in. You're saying, all right, all right. Come, come to the Hunger Games. Let's go. You're, <laughs> sending, you're sending a proxy? Are you serious? She's like, I am not getting on that stage. Well, fine. Offer your friend up. Right. So, so, so while our people are getting on stage, uh, John, tell us what you do. Tell us about your podcast. Uh, Memory Card Radio, we talk about, uh, we go into video game news. We talk about games that just
2: came out. We talk about games we've been playing regardless of what era they're from. I play a lot of older stuff, play a lot of TurboGrafx, a lot of Sega Genesis, a lot of Super Nintendo, we talk about that and um, we get into arguments and it's pretty fun, it goes anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half every week, it goes up on YouTube, on uh, youtube.com slash memorycardradio. Um, We actually
1: just missed an episode for the first time in like almost a year, so it's a bad time for me to say we're consistent, (laughs) but generally we are but you can get them too on the podcast network right here on our podcast network absolutely Kevin, tell us a little bit about the west virginia ghostbusters division
2: oh gosh we uh we have a great time uh first off no we don't actually uh hunt ghosts we're not ghost hunters we are Ghostbusters. and uh the thing i'm most proud about the fact is our organization works really hard everything that we're selling here today as a matter of fact is helping us to help our two top charities and right now we're focused on one in particular and that's the children's home society of west virginia Uh, The money that we raise from here on out this year will actually go towards our toy drive that we do so that kids who don't have families are still going to have a Christmas. And families who can't make Christmas happen are going to get to make Christmas happen. So uh, in the past three years, we've brought in almost $30,000 worth of toys and goods. Congratulations. Rock on. They so have a booth here. We, it's, we are right over there in the corner. You can see Slimer from right here. Yeah, so we have go awesome, see Slimer and help them out. Awesome merch. We got buttons. We got stickers. We got T-shirts. We go see things. them. We There's tons of, of Ghostbusters who will lead you to there. And, and the great thing is, everything you buy is going to help us with that toy drive. So you can totally feel good about whatever you pick up. You get cool merch. You help kids have a cool Christmas. All right. Let's get ready to start. I'm glad you asked him after me <laughs> because if you asked me after him, I would have just sound like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say my co-host for The Real Deal, Brian Hanser, is right back there. Uh, Brian is a phenomenal author as well. He is usually a guest here at Shaka Khan, and uh, he is the end to my yang on The Real Deal, which is, uh, we do have a lot of fun with that too.
1: Okay, so we brought some people up here, and so these are the people that you guys are going to be playing for to win a prize, actually one's a proxy. So yeah. if you win, you have to share it, I guess. I would make her share it, right? But that's what you do. Can I, who is the real Bria Hunter? Who am I actually playing for? Why are you not up here? What, what the hell is you? <laughs> that's fine, we respect that power. Okay, that's fine. All right, so. All right. So. so, so, I, love you. I, love you so. I love you too. I <laughs> love you too. A level love. love. All right, so. The reason why we have our champion, our, our contestants up here is because that if a champion during the, the first, second, fourth, and fifth round If they don't know an answer, and if one of our two people know the answer, once they can be like, "I know the answer," and answer for them, but only once. It's called a rescue. The rescue can only be used once for the main round, the main part of the game. It cannot be used in the final round. Okay. So, Stephanie, echo Waffle of my life.
0: Yes. Take it away. All right. Um, our first. I wanna just say I love theater. Round one. There's nothing better in the world than a live show. That's what I do is theater. Now, the first round of questions- And be a breakfast treat. And be a breakfast treat. This first round of questions has to do with the stage. Now, of course, we here at Shaka Khan, so we had to put a little spin on it. This round of questions are all about horror films that have been turned into stage or musicals. Okay. Okay. Question one. This play is based on the Stephen King book, and is a story of a young girl dealing with the pressures of high school. You know, dealing with popular flicks, the pressures of being prom queen, being doused in pig's blood. Wait until... Oh, Tyler questions... <laughs> That's the okay. reason I haven't dinged yet. Alright, come <laughs> on. Then. Dealing with the pressures of being doused in pig's blood. Oh, yeah. And killing people with your mind.
2: Kevin. But it's Carrie. Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait till the question's asked, uh, <laughs>
0: Question no two. No cheating and no hanky. pun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love thunder. <laughs> All
0: right. Question two. The Walking Dead wouldn't be around without it. This George A. Romero classic was brought to the stage and it was focused on a group of strangers trapped into a farmhouse while an undead apocalypse was happening around them. They're coming to get you, Barbara.
2: Kevin, Night of the Living Dead.
1: Correct. I'm so, I'm, I'm so afraid to hit it now.
0: <laughs> He's shy.
1: Don't be afraid of the questions. Everything else here in Shark because it's a horror convention. Be afraid of that. Fair enough.
0: Question three. Anne Rice's favorite vampire had a short-lived run on Broadway lasting only 39 performances in 2006. Even with music by Elton John. Maybe they should have cast Tom Cruise as the lead.
1: Kevin, who's Laszlo? We do not play by uh, Jeopardy rules here, but we'll accept Laszlo. All right, I'm sorry, I get stuck
2: in that game mode.
0: <laughs> Question who number what? was? was? <laughs> <Who> was? <laughs> Question number four. Five college friends are vacationing in a cabin when they find a book which unleashes all sorts of crazy singing and dancing monsters. Name the show based on the Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell horror mm-hmm. classic.
1: Kevin. Evil Dead. Correct.
0: Question number five. Loosely based on a Mary Shelley novel, Mel Brooks produced a musical based on his classic film, The Star Gene Wilder, about a descendant of a monster-creating mad scientist who ends up following in the ancestor's footsteps, or, well, dance steps.
1: John. Young Frankenstein. Correct.
0: Frankenstein. (laughs)
1: Oh, okay. uh, we tried. Good call,
0: Scotty. Who won that round?
1: You know, it was not close at all. That goes to Kevin. I <laughs> don't. But you know, buzzer trouble. I understand it. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: After the show, okay. I'm, I'm just saying, versus Richard Dawson. That's right. All right. So. The best thing that has come out this summer, one of the best things that come out this summer from Netflix is Stranger Things. Yes! yes. I love
0: Stranger Things. Woo. I love
1: Stranger Things so much, it's like, I'm gonna be 11. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this love letter to John Carpenter, Stephen King, and Steven Spielberg has just taken Netflix by storm. So we decided to play a little game for Stranger Things. Except, the show happened in 1983. All these questions has to do with things involving 1983, pop culture in '83. Are you ready? Ready. Question one. The toy company Mattel passed on George Lucas and his Star Wars line of action figures. It took another six years for its own hero line and, uh, of figures, which bared a beefcake and fuzzy underwear, along with his friends Man at Arms and Tila, as they fight the evils of Beastman, Trapjaw, and Skeletor. By the power of Grayskull, can you name this guy? Kevin. That would be He-Man and the line was Masters of the Universe. Correct on both. We all hate He-Man at the ghost Buzzard
0: control.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King, question two. Stephen King had a couple of hit films in 1983. One was a John Carpenter-directed Christine about a classic car possessed by an evil spirit. Name the other about a mother and her son trapped in a car by a rabid dog. Side note... Stephanie named her ferret after this animal. Kevin. Cooja. Correct. Question three. While this food was created in 1979, it took another four years for McDonald's to figure out how to distribute it nationwide. According to the McDonald's website, this food comes in four shapes. The bell, the boot, the bow tie, and the ball. Personally, I think they're lying. Kevin. Chicken McNuggets. Correct. Wow. Did you? I don't Did know when the questions are over. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, question four. Michael Jackson released a 14-minute music video, video from the title track of this 1982 album. Directed by American Werewolf in London's John Landis, the video would be MTV's first world premiere on December 2nd, 1983. The video dealt with werewolves, zombies, and the song featured uh, rap by uh, horror star Vincent Price. Now, name the song, but you get style points if you can also pull off the dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Look at that. I'd be here all week. Tip your waist. <laughs> try the deal. Alright, last question. In this round, uh, in this third movie of famous epic films, you find out that, that a planet of teddy bears who have barely invented the wheel can beat, uh, defeat troops with armors and laser guns and that a father's love can overcome anything except force lightning.
2: Kevin. Return of the Jedi.
1: Correct. Oh, wow. Woo!
0: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right.
1: So Stephanie, who won that round?
0: Sure, math is hard, but um, I believe Kevin won that round. I think
1: Kevin won that round, too. But John put up a good effort. All right. All right.
0: For our next round, we have a special guest. Now, you might know him as the acclaimed director of Dracula, the audio drama. A Dracula historian, and you may have heard him as the PA announcer for the West Virginia Powers. Please put your hands together for Lawrence Burgess. Come on up, Lawrence. Woo!
1: 70, since uh, we only have four lines, I'm going to let you read all the questions for us. All
0: right.
1: Lawrence, this way. We'll share a mic. Welcome, Lawrence. Howdy, howdy. Are you having a good time to shut Absolutely. It's the best.
2: Thank you. It's my second year. Oh, that's cool. It's,
1: it's our second year, too, so we're really excited. All right, so we brought you on today as a Dracula historian to discuss other kinds of vampires. So we're going to play a game called Stake Through the Heart and You're to Blame. 20, I don't know if you know this out there, but 2016 marks the 25th anniversary of Vampire the Masquerade. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but you know, with cars, guns, and the undead. We're going to ask you three questions about Night of the Living Dead. I mean, sorry, Night of the Dead. Vampire the Masquerade. I, my eye jumped. Live show, everyone. All right, so we're going to ask you uh, three questions about the game that made many teenagers paint their nails black, listen to Nine Inch Nails, and prove that you can be cool LARPing by playing rock, paper, scissors. All right. (laughs) Stephanie's going to ask you the questions. Listen to hers, and you can answer.
0: All right. Now, all of these questions are for you, Lawrence. And you get any one of these right, and you win a prize for our lucky audience member. Lawrence, who are you playing for today?
2: John Hummushaven.
0: We have John! John! Lucas Hagen! All right! Are you ready? Sure. All right, let's begin. In the first original source book for Vampire the Masquerade, there were seven clans, or families of vampires, each with their own unique powers and weaknesses. Which one of the following wasn't, was not, one of those seven? Is it A, the Nosferatu, a clan of sewer-dwelling information brokers who looked so ugly they took their name from the classic German film, B, the Geriatrics, an ancient clan of vampires who enjoyed soft candies and wonder why their children never call anymore, or C, the Toreador, a clan of art-loving vampires whose weaknesses could cause them to stop whatever they were doing and stare at something beautiful, even in combat.
2: I'm going to try...
0: Oh, you're correct! Yeah. Woo! All right,
1: question number two. You're already a winner, he got one right. <laughs>
2: I've never played this game. I just it.
0: You're missing out. I
1: know.
0: Question number two. Vampire the Masquerade is one of the most popular tabletop RPGs of all time. I'm surprised it hasn't been swooped up by a movie yet. Um, it has been made. It has made it to the small screen, however. Which one of these was an actual television show based on Vampire the Masquerade? Is it A? How I Met Your Sire, the story of a young platyless vampire trying to find his maker by tracking down clues left by young, annoying New York yuppies. Executively produced by Bob Saget. <laughs> or B, VSI New Orleans. The syndicated police um, Follow the adventures of Keith Plyer, detective of the secret vampire scene investigations, who kept ties on the undead activity in the Crescent City. Or is it C, Kindred the Embraced, a primetime soap opera on Fox that followed the life of young vampires as they tried to figure out how to exist in their society? Co-created by Beverly Hills 90210 and love boat creator Aaron Spelling.
2: Well you've made it rather difficult, but we're gonna fight say C.
0: You are correct! I just say that a Bob Saget
2: produced vampire show would be pretty amazing. Yes, I just want
0: to
1: throw I, that I out. <laughs> that stole the show for
0: me. All right, this is your third and final question. Oh. Larping or live action role play is one of the core offshoots of Vampire the Masquerade, where players take characters and scenarios away from the tabletop and out into the world. In other words, it's kind of like playing pretend, like a child, but but with more rules, definitely. Which of the following is not an actual hand gesture used in the game? Is it A? Vampires are known to be very charming. When a player tries to use powers of seduction, the player must put their hands on their hips and stick their lips out like Mick Jagger. <laughs> or is it B? Vampires are also masters of stealth and invisibility. When using a power that makes you invisible, the player must place his arms, his or her arms, across the chest as a signal to the other players that they can't see them. It should be this. (laughs) Or is it C? Vampires are typically well-lived and well-traveled, so they can speak many languages, even if a player doesn't. So, when having an in character conversation in another language, the player must hold up her hand with her thumb and pointer finger in an L symbol as a signal to other players that this conversation is in a foreign tongue. Hey, you can't listen to this. This isn't
1: Swahili.
2: (laughs) So, you're looking for the negative.
0: Yes, which is not true. I love
2: Mick Jagger, so I'm going to have to stick with him.
0: You are correct. That is awesome. You got all of them correct.
1: Clean up, aisle seven. Clean up, aisle seven. Well, you, Lawrence is ramped up with leaf. <laughs> You're He's just like, I'm a vampire. with that way. <laughs> um, Lawrence, you got all of them right. Woo! You won a prize for our guy who went away. <laughs> there he is. We have a prize for you after the don't, show.
0: Don't leave. You want John, you're leave. a winner. You're a winner.
1: You won a prize. Seth, if you were getting the bag from behind the table, we can give that to him now. Uh, Lawrence Burgess is a famed director, editor, artist, as well as, you know, the voice you hear at the West Virginia Power Games. Lawrence, how can people find you?
2: It's really easy now.
1: HeyLB.com, that's H-E-Y-L-B.com, and thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. He's got a table out of here. Uh, check out his audio drama, director the audio drama. He's doing lots of crazy things. I'm happy to know him. Everyone welcome. Give it up for Lawrence Burgess. <laughs> Woo! All right, 70's so it's up to you.
0: All right, now we go on to our next game. Up, up, down, down, left, right, death. Oh, no 30-man code. All right. <laughs>
1: no codes here.
2: No, no codes here.
0: Much like everything else, horror has made its way into video games. The following questions are about those things that go bump in the night or on your screen. Question one. This groundbreaking first-person shooter had you playing a nameless marine investigating the planet Mars, where things go horribly wrong. Famous for its God Mode and its weapon, the BFG, and also my boyfriend, The Rock, starred in the movie version.
1: Kevin, just barely. Doom, correct.
0: Question two. If you find yourself trapped in Raccoon City, you're probably in the middle of this series of games. Originally called Biohazard in Japan, this game allowed you to play elite officers dealing with the zombie plague caused by the Evil Umbrella Corporation.
2: John? Resident Evil.
0: Correct. We would have oh, also... Oh, Resident oh, Evil.
1: Or the 2016 presidential election. presidential election. Fair enough. We would have accepted that
0: as well. Question number three... The Belmonts of Castlevania fame have spent many years fighting the forces of the evil Count Dracula. Name their trademark weapon that seems less fitting for fighting vampires and more fitting for Indiana Jones.
2: Kevin, what is a whip? We're no longer playing <laughs> hard. I, I can't help it. It's, it's my desire to be on Jeopardy. It's a lifelong weapon. Yeah, we will accept that,
0: regurgitantly. <laughs> Alright, question four. In this space game, you play engineer Isaac Clark, sent to repair a mining ship after it's been attacked by monsters. When things go downhill, Isaac finds himself making repairs and fighting monsters alone, while trying not to go mad from the experience.
2: Kevin, dead space? Yes.
1: So close.
0: So close. In 19, oh, this is question 5. In 1987, LucasArts created this game about a protagonist who must rescue his girlfriend from the evil, mad scientist Dr. Fred. It was hailed as an achievement in computer gaming with its quality graphics and five possible endings. They even made an NES version and a TV series.
1: Kevin. Maniac Mansion? Correct.
0: That's um, correct. Yeah, Let's well,
1: you on that one. Kevin came out and top on that one. <laughs> Sorry, Haley. <laughs> she still gets something, too. <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody <laughs> wins. All right. <laughs> we can't leave a horror convention without having a category on horror movies. I like them. Stephanie likes them. I'm pretty sure the audience likes them. <laughs> There are so many good slashers and monsters and whatever out there that can kill you. But but, the monsters are memorable, but you can't forget the kills. I will describe how a victim died in this game, and you tell me which movie villain caused the death. Alright, this would probably be a good time for a a bowel movement. (laughs) Give me just a minute, I'll be right. (laughs) Are you ready? Alright, let's do it. Question one. I faced this masked menace while taking a stroll in New York City. He chased me onto a rooftop where I used my boxing skills to hold him back. I kept giving him one-two combos until my body gave out. I told him to give him me the best shot, which he did, and knocked off my head, clean into a dumpster. Who is it?
0: I believe that was John. John
1: was close. Uh, Friday the 13th, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason is all we need, him yes, yeah, so we'll take it. But thank you for, thank you oh, for giving the... I'm naming the villain? Just or? name the killer. i like a the villain. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. Question two. I was killed after being turned into a cockroach and squashed into a giant roach motel. Or, most likely, I fell asleep during my workout and murdered by this burned dream slasher. Where were the dream warriors when I needed them? That was Kevin. That would be Freddy Krueger. That would be Freddy Krueger. I was... Uh, I was try- I was killed trying to show this monster that flowers can float on water. I think he thought I was a flower and threw me in. I guess I should have learned how to swim, or maybe I should run when I see a guy made up of parts from other guys. John. That was like in unison. Uh, Frankenstein. Correct. That was not Frankenstein. That was- that
0: was <laughs> Frankenstein. <All right. laughs>
1: Question four. I was invited over for drinks when my buddy got all weirded out about Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> then he showed up wearing a worker brain coke and the next thing I know there's an axe in my face. Should have guessed there was something up when I saw the newspaper on the floor, but I thought I, he had a dog. John. American Psycho? Correct. Or do you want
2: his
0: actual name? Either will do. Either
1: will oh, okay. do. We oh, okay. But both, both
0: are written down as right. acceptable all right. answers. All right.
1: Alright. But we would have taken Patrick Baker. Patrick Baker, right, right. <laughs> the question five. So, I was minding my own business, just swimming in the ocean, when something grabbed me and thrashed me around in the water. Then it pulled me underwater, and that was all she wrote. It's what I get for swimming at night. And what was up with that John Williams score? Can't Kevin. That is Bruce the shark from Jaws. Correct. The shark's not, not named Jaws.
0: Alright. I think John
1: took that round. John did did take that round. Hey, did he pull it out of the the end?
0: However, it looks like Kevin is in the lead. Yes. (laughs)
1: That's fine.
0: So we're going to go now into the final round. The mop-up. The mop-up! The mop-up! Guess what? Yeah, I got a
1: fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Welcome to the MOPA, where our champions will each answer 10 questions about recent events in pop culture. At the end of these last rounds, the winning champion will be dubbed Emperor of Pop Culture. Woo! Until the next episode. Where can you be? I love it. Can we just take you on tour with us? This is the best. Uh, let's see, alright. John, since you're behind in points, you will go first. And remember, you can't use your rescue on this one. Oh, all right. all right. I, I didn't use it. You no, know, neither one of them. That's okay. Oh, well, I forgot about right. it. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Stephanie's going to read your questions. Right. And you, uh, Kevin, you don't no need to buzz in. These are all, these ten are all for John.
2: Good. Let's remove
1: this aspect of the <laughs> Get it out. Alright, Stephanie, go take it away. All
0: right. Question one. SNL alum Bill Hayters joined the cast of the Power Rangers movie as the voice of this robot.
1: Alpha 5? Correct.
0: Question two: It's rumored that the star, that this star of community and FX's new series Atlanta, Donald Glover, has been approached to play this science fiction gambler.
1: I do not know that one. That answer would be Lando Calrissian.
0: Ah, uh,
1: I'm stupid. Sorry, question, Haley.
0: Question three: ABC has ordered a pilot of this '80s television classic starring Tom Selleck. And Apparently he'll reprise his role, but this time with his daughter as the star. I don't know. That would be Magnum PI.
1: Uh, bum 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 bum. Best credits ever.
0: <laughs> Question four. This Adult Swim animator and the voice of Zorak and Moltar on Space Coast Coast to Coast, as well as other voices on Aqua Teen, recently passed away at the age of 54.
2: I don't know, that's really sad, but I don't know.
0: C. Martin Croker. Ah, uh,
1: sad face, oh my
0: Question 5. A one-time West Virginia State attendee, Anton Fuqua.
1: That's true, according to Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: yes. Directed Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt in what remake of a remake?
2: Kenzo Washington and Chris Pratt. It just opened last week. It's got I horses. <laughs> I don't watch movies from this decade. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know.
0: It'll be The Magnificent Seven.
2: Oh, hell, okay. I
0: wonder what that's like to an erection for nine hours.
1: Ask me in 20 minutes. <laughs> Alright,
0: right, question six. This multi-Tony award-winning hip-hop musical about the first United States Treasury Secretary is about to open in Chicago. Tickets are already going through the roof.
1: He's on your ten dollar bill. <laughs> I don't know. Really, Jackson? No, really.
0: That'd be Hamilton. Hamilton, Hamilton. Oh. Jackson's on
1: the twenty. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't use cash. <laughs> <laughs> What's on
2: my debit card? What's
0: Who's in your wallet?
2: Okay. That'd be President B B T. That's great.
0: <laughs> Question seven: This spirit of vengeance premiered on the new season of Mar- Marvel's Agents of Shield without his motorcycle. Question number ten. In an upcoming comic book series by IDW, what cybernetic enemies will the J.J. Abrams version of the classic Star Trek crew battle for the first time? Uh,
1: <laughs> I, would, well, I would read that. I would totally read Garth Brooks. Please. Please. No, that'll be the board. The board. Oh, oh, cybernetic. Yeah, okay. All right. Great for, job. Woo, John, give it up for John. Uh, John got four out of the ten. add to his one, he has five points total. Alright. Alright. To you do not have to pee. I'm sure the carpet is absorbing Here
0: it comes!
1: Alright, Kevin, are you ready? I feel like I have to pee. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Alright, question one. This actor of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Charli- Factory, Blazing Saddles and Stir Crazy, recently passed away. Gene Wilder. Correct. Dave Filoni is leaving as supervising director of this popular Star Wars cartoon that features a Jedi Knight and his Padawan as they battle the evil empire. Star Wars Rebels? Yes, it's my favorite show. <laughs> it's a great show. True story. 2016 marks the 25th anniversary of this band's Nevermind album. I hear the band, is go- uh, the, the baby on the cover, is going to reenact it. Nirvana. Correct. What WWE superstar is currently filming a remake of Robin Williams' movie, Jumanji. And also my boyfriend.
2: That would be The Rock, Dwayne Johnson.
1: Yes, correct. Star of Magic Mike and True Blood, Joe Manganiello, has been cast as this villain in the upcoming Ben Affleck
0: movie.
1: Uh, that would be Deathstroke. That is correct. In September, the Harry Potter website, Pottermore, allowed users to discover, what? Oh, oh I don't
0: know.
1: He's stuck
0: on this one. The answer would
1: be Patronus. Stephanie? Yeah, I would have never known yes. that. So. You're my Patronus.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> no awe from the audience. Oh, damn! Thunder's got my back. Thunder's got my back. All right. Starting on October 30th, the L on the L Ray Network will show a series of horror shorts hosted by this director of *Prince of Darkness*, *Memoirs of the Invisible Man*, and *The Thing*. John Carpenter. Correct. Thank you for being a friend. Funko, who announced that they will release action figures uh, based on these ladies at the New York City Comic Con this year. The Golden Girl. I can't, I can't wait to get them. Those are going to be ex- excellent figures. Question nine. The Canadian rapper released a short film titled Please Forgive Me exclusively on Apple Music. It features music from his upcoming album, Views. Is it Canadian? He's Canadian. Three seconds. Uh, I, I don't know. My first instinct was snow, but I know it's not going to be right. No. Yeah. No. And snow's currently in Miami. I don't know why I know that. Uh, the answer is drink. I don't like my nipples. It's fine. Yeah, I, I like your nipples. It's okay. It's fine. Last question. <laughs> this show about four kids living in a sleepy town in Colorado has won five Emmys and is now in its 20th season. South Park. Correct. Woo! Well, it looks like Kevin is our winner. <laughs> Culture until the next episode. Oh, yeah. Can I break wind? No, you who's your winner? Who's your? That would be the proxy
2: for the proxy. What?
1: No, I'm not damn No. Do it. Dab. Now. No, I do thriller. I don't damn. Thriller, damn. Alright, so the proxy. The proxy could collect a prize
0: worth $1. At least $1.
1: But don't go away. Second place, you're not. You're not. You're, you're second place in this game, but not second place in our hearts. Uh, you win an inflatable ninja. Yeah! Because training, right? How you, girl? All right.
0: Now our show is brought to you by the Mopcast Network. We are live at ShakaCon in Charleston, West Virginia. Woo! Give it up for, 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 for By Professor Emeritus, Kit Holly, Lee Whitaker, and Scotty O White. It's we had assistance today by Jeff
1: Mitchell
0: and Colton Batman Thomas. And, Thunder. <laughs> and on, Thunder.
1: On behalf of the Mobcast Network, I'd like to thank our champions John Cantese and Kevin Pauley, and our guest
0: Lawrence Burgess. And we'd also like to thank Shaka Khan, Woo-hoo! Mike Winland. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Your guest host Stephanie Stockwell Ward, and
1: I'm Scotty White, telling you that this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com/slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.